Hello, and welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, we do want to thank Midnight Syndicate for the use of their music throughout the show. We also want to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for those awesome ambient sounds that he provides. And don't forget to check out our website as well, www.diebythesordpodcast.com, where you can check out our cast bios, character art, our merch store, and more. Feel free to reach out to us at any time at diebythesordpodcast at gmail.com, and don't forget to leave a great review wherever it is you listen to us. All right, let's get into the episode. some like a little collar jangling there and uh i, I think uh, i know what that is uh john how many dogs do you have uh yeah that would be my dogs that's dixie she's uh um she's been doing her nails and uh she decided to shake it out shake it out a little bit uh, i have two dogs uh so i'm a cat folk with two dogs <laughs> they're little corgis so they're like what? giant cats <laughs> oh that's adorable i love corgis we've had them on the podcast before Oh yeah! yeah every any, now and then. Anytime you hear like the growling or barking, that's not just added sound effects. That's Duke or Dixie. Usually Dixie. Yeah, Dixie is a she's a real growler. <laughs> she is. <laughs> every now and then you can hear one of my four dogs. Um, and yeah, that's four. We have. Four. Yeah, so two of them are kind of bigger. One's about sixty-five pounds, and that's oh, Sam. Wow. He's, the, he's our oldest one that we got. And then there's Daisy, which is like my actual dog. I guess she's like the closest to me. And uh, she's like a husky mix, very, very beautiful and very stubborn. And then we found this one little dog, Teddy. He's like a Bichon poo. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's I found some curly her. hair. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Found her out eating garbage one day. And uh, I was like, try to find his home. We put up signs, took him to the shelter. Nobody claimed him. And so we brought him home. And then there's Sophie. And she's like our maniac dog where she we adopted she her. She hates Gary. She hates, hates him. And <laughs> I tried to work with her. She barks at me and she was part of a hoarding situation, I guess. And so she's like a rescue and uh, she, had, she's, I think she's eight years old. And so we adopted her cause she had heartworm. She was eight. And we're like, nobody's going to adopt this old dog. So we adopted her and little, little did I know she was not a fan of men, but me, especially. Oh, she likes me. I'm fine with her. Yeah. Sometimes she does like, like uh, some guys, but overall, usually not. But Philip, she did like. It's that long hair. <laughs> As he pulls it down, <laughs> shakes it out. Nice. <laughs> so, Keith, what about you? You have any animals? I do. I have two dogs. I have a miniature poodle named Angel, and I have a Sharpay named Dakota. Oh, Dakota. That's my son's name. Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but they, they, they usually are pretty quiet and, uh, if you, but if you ring the doorbell, they go absolutely crazy, but besides oh, yeah. that, they, oh, yeah. they never bark, they never bark at all. They're pretty chill. Yeah. So yeah, the Husky mix never really makes too much noise except for talking every now and then, but the other ones will bark for doors. Yeah. Must be oh, nice. <laughs> my Corgi will go off. If a door goes off, doorbell goes off, man. It's, it's no. 
your your dogs go off at the drop of a hat, bro. Yeah, like, you you cannot sneak up on this place. No. no. <laughs> yeah, you just you just anything. Oh shit! <laughs> My dogs hate squirrels. My dogs hate birds. They hate every creature that's outside. <laughs> we must protect this house. They also bark at you if you try to get in the pool. That's true. They're trying to protect you. They're like, don't do it. It's dangerous. You're in our water dish. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually how Sam is too, especially with my daughter. Cause that's the one he's closest with. Uh, he hates when we, when she goes swimming or is like diving off the diving board. He does not care for that. Yep. But he also will not get in the water. <laughs> I think if, you know, I had a in ground pool that at least Grayson would, would like getting in the pool. Well, Grayson didn't like getting in the above ground pool. Well, you kind of have to like climb up the stairs and then fall in and all that stuff with with that one. But I, I think if he could just walk into it, it might be easier for him. Yeah, yeah, you w- he he would have fallen into it. And I tried to put Bruce in there one time, and ooh, I, that was a mistake. His monster claws got me. Oh um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he can do that. It's like yeah. trying to give him a bath; he freaks out and pees everywhere. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Duke will take has taken a running uh, jump and just jumped right into the pool. Scared people to death because they were not expecting a dog to come running around the corner and jump right in. Uh, <laughs> Dixie is like, oh hell no, that ain't happening. <laughs> like if, if I had a pool like you've got, John, with like that first, you know, shallow step, I think that the dogs would get in because they could just get in and lay on that step. Yeah, that's My husky will lay on that step in February sometimes, like ah, in the middle of the winter. And I'm just like, good Lord. And all of our dogs have fallen in the water, in the pool when they first got in the house. Except for Sam was scared of it right off the bat. But the other ones have just like wandered into it one time. And that was all it took. <laughs> yeah, my dogs, my dogs will, if I'm taking a shower, if I left the door open, they could, ju- they would just walk in. They're, <laughs> they're, 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 they're that curious. They're like, what are, you, what are you doing? What's going on in there? Let us in. So, <laughs> so they'll just walk in. Dixie does that when I'm in the bathroom. She's like, hey, what you doing in here? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you going to eat that? <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> My, Grayson's very curious. He follows me everywhere, but he wouldn't. I don't think he'd follow me into the shower. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. He hides when you say the word bath. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll he'll just go dead weight. Mm-hmm. Oh, my dog is going to hype, bro. Let's go. For like baths? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, well uh, poodles are uh, like hunting dogs anyway. And usually like they're water dogs. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. So the poodle will jump right in there. The other one's kind of like, eh, if you get her wet, she's like, ah, I really don't like it, but whatever. Grayson's part retriever. He should. He likes like playing in the hose. Mm hmm. Who doesn't like playing with hose? But he does not like uh, bath baths. Yeah, I like it. It's easier to give Grayson a bath outside because then you can just spray the hose down on him and he's fine. He'll stand there for it and try to chase the water. But you can't tell him it's a bath because then he freaks out. (laughs) It's like, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't sign up for this. You're going to wash off my good stink I built up? Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, I tried to uh, clip Bruce's, you know, daggers that he has. And nope. uh, I did one, and he acted like I beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes that. that 
he doesn't talk much, but when he screams, that's mm-hmm. that's the Sharpay too. It, she hate like if you grab her hand at all, it pause at all, she freaks out. She's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not yours. <laughs> Bruce hates any type of grooming. Um, I remember trying to comb him, and I have to hold him to comb him while Grayson is in line. He's like, "Is it my turn yet?" Mm-hmm. Grayson mm-hmm. loves being brushed. Yes, Bruce has gotten better about being brushed, and he he'll let you like hold on to his paw if he's just kind of sitting there. He'll put his paw up on your leg or whatever and let you hold it. Yeah, handshakes. But if you go at him with the clippers, that's when he starts freaking out. Like I, I, I just took a little bitty piece off the edge of it. I, I know I didn't get too close. He's, he's mutilated him. He's envisioning <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. You know how it is, right? <laughs> well, that's his claws. Do you guys like your dogs on the furniture? Uh, not really. I know Grayson gets on the yeah, couch when, when whenever... they were with me. Yeah, I did not allow them on the furniture because they're they're bad shedders, but. Um, mm-hmm. he would sleep on the couch. You would, I would look, yeah. you know, come downstairs in the middle of the night. He'd be on the couch like, whoop, and then run off somewhere. <laughs> Not me. I wasn't doing it. I was supposed to be here. <laughs> well, since modern corgis, uh, I have a thing or they have a thing that they think they can't jump. So they don't jump on anything. You actually have to pick them up to put them on furniture. Oh. But once they're on furniture, they're 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 happy to go anywhere, and they will jump down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dogs are practically people. They they we let them on the furniture and stuff. And uh, do you have pet stairs, John, for your for your corgis? Uh, I have some pet stairs, but I have to get some better ones because they looked at this one and said, uh, no, that's not Corgi worthy. Uh, we're not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) And they wouldn't touch it. (laughs) Now Grayson can definitely jump. I've seen him at one point leap over the couch to get to something on the other side. Oh yeah. Yeah. Our our oldest dog, Sam, he'll do that where I'm just like, buddy, if you just get off and walk around, it'd be a lot easier for you. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's big and dumb. The husky, she's the smarter of all. She's the smartest of all the dogs, probably, and most mischievous. And she likes to be on the couch the most. And sometimes the big dumb dog will be on the couch, and she wants to be where he's at. And she figured out that he's kind of got FOMO because anytime you hear like we have a dog door, anytime one of the dogs would go outside the the dog door, you hear the clack clack clack, and he'd immediately shoot out the door after him just to see what's going on. <laughs> so she started where she would just go see him on the couch walk over the dog door, stick her head through the dog door, pull it back out. So it'd make the noise. He'd shoot off through the dog door and then she'd just go <laughs> sit on the couch. <laughs> it's that husky. In her. Fun. She's smart. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. Yeah. It, she's smart and pretty stubborn a lot of times too, <laughs> but I love her. It's those beautiful blue eyes. Mm-hmm. I have gotten to the point though, where I do have, I think, currently five dog beds around the house and Bruce he basically loves, a dog loves on bed. those. Grayson doesn't. He loves the couch. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Although I put one like right in front of the couch because we have a sectional and it's kind of right in the corner on the floor. And so Grayson lays on that one because it's right beside the couch. Because he's going to get mm-hmm. on that couch. Either there or he's under the coffee table. <laughs> Keith, what about your dogs? Are they on the cou- on the furniture or no? We don't let them on like any of like the living room furniture or anything, but they can get in the bed. Okay. 
So that's yeah. that's fine. But like if we catch them up on the living room furniture, we actually have because we just bought new furniture. We actually put like rolled up aluminum foil on them. Mm-hmm. So if they jump up there, it'll make like, you know, like a crazy sound and 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 startle them. So we put that up there um, so that they won't jump up there. OK. That's a good idea. Yeah, because the the Sharpay sheds like y'all were saying sheds like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, my so husky they, does too. Yeah, if she if she got up there, that that both of those love seat and couch would be ruined within a couple days. So mm-hmm. all the time when I go to work, I'm like, I'll find a stray hair from my dog. I'm just like, oh, a little love <laughs> note, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if I have on black pants like slacks, <laughs> if I'm going into work, I'm yep. like stepping back from my Sharpay. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, get away from me. <laughs> yeah, I'm always finding stray hairs and my dogs are tricolored. So they have white, black and brown. So they match the, and they will offset everything. Nothing mm-hmm. blends in. <laughs> yep. I've got you know, Grayson is like a reddish blonde with some white hair. So his is on everything that's dark. And then Bruce is like a, a black and brown so everything light is covered with him. Yeah, we we actually got our comforter to match the shade <laughs> of our Sharpay. So that so that when she got up on the bed you couldn't see the you couldn't see the hair. I'm sure it's covered, but you can't see it cuz it matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sad part is my dog sheds so much that clothes that I haven't even worn yet have well, their hair on. I still on. have hair from mm-hmm. those dogs too on clothes. It will not go <laughs> away. I was actually looking at the shirt to yeah. see if I had any. But I don't see any. It's just oh, wait, the love notes. <laughs> yeah. Find one. No, or is Drake, that Drake here? Drake didn't shed that much. The only places that she sheds is uh, like where she lays. Well, it gets questionable with my dogs. You know, the you know, on, on black clothing, white hair could be from them or it could be from me. So we're not 100% sure. <laughs> <laughs> so... We look at each other and go, not mine, yours. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> for, for me, if it's if it's a red hair, then if it's straight, it's mine. If it's mm-hmm. wavy, it's Grayson. Also long. His hair is way longer than yours. Yeah. His hair is way longer than mine. Unless I've you know gone a few days without you know shaving or something. Then one of my beard hairs is in something. Well, unless it's my eyelashes. Those are actually dark, so they're actually in pretty long, apparently. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone keeps t- coming at me with clippers, and I'm like, "Stay away, stay away." <laughs> your eyelashes? <laughs> For your eyelashes? No, not eyelashes. Eyebrows. It's Dixie, isn't it? Yeah, She's like, come, yeah. Here. come <laughs> here, old man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that out. She goes with clippers. <laughs> I mean, you, you do have the one that curls. All of them curl. That's the way eyebrows do. <laughs> I don't think mine curl. Yeah, I don't. If you let them grow long enough, they will. <laughs> I don't think I've ever cut mine. I, 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 I have pretty. Yeah, no, mine get long, uh, <laughs> and they never curl. I'm talk. My mine go into inches. So yeah. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they get that long. Yeah, you, you yeah. got to trim those. I got slippers. that problem too. Like plural. Oh yeah. yeah I, okay, so at one point in my life, I was probably had one single brow. <laughs> <laughs> I now have two. We should be happy now. <laughs> I've joined Homo sapiens. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine have never gotten that long. I, I've probably burned some of them off, though, with dyeing them a few times. 
but oh i i literally have done that with lighter fluid why would you, you know, dying okay, so stupid fluid. kid tricks no no no, no <laughs> don't die with lighter fluid but stupid kid tricks i mean you know we used to take lighter fluid and you know you know draw a line up your arm and then light it and mm-hmm. you know your heart you can have a line of fire all the way up your arm mm-hmm. doesn't work if you have hairy arms well, it does <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Oh, it does, but it smells. <laughs> yeah, we did that with alcohol and hairspray. Put put it on your hand and um, light it so it looked like you had fire coming out of your hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever do the lighter trick where you put the lighter to your mouth and then breathe a fireball um, afterwards? Yeah, and then, yep. or you'd put it in your hand. You'd put the gas in your hand and light it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did those, yes. Mm-hmm. I showed that to my daughter uh, a couple of years back because I was like, oh, when we were lighting candles or something. And then she was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I was like, mm, perhaps I shouldn't have showed this to a 10 year old. <laughs> if something burns down, you'll know why. Risky. Yeah. That's OK. I set my first apartment on fire at age four. So. You had an apartment at four? <laughs> uh, no, my dad did. And uh, I was living with him and, you know, boom. Okay, and uh, I, I got in real deep trouble, or at least, you know, my sister was 100% sure that I was finally going to get in trouble. Okay, here I am, four years old. She's four years older than I am, so she's eight, and she's like, great, now I get to see the little kid get it. And, you know, so dad's like, you know, totally mad at me and everything, you know, but the fire is out now. And he's looking at me, he's like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, I wanted to see how fire worked. <laughs> and my dad just walked away and said, oh, God, I got one of those kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I burned a big old hole in my carpet. Who? who any, anybody else get in trouble with fire? Nope. No, I knew better. Uh, I did. I get in trouble with fire. Well, I did burn we something. Well, I did burn something in the sink that uh, stained the sink with the the flames. Oh, that's so bad. Because it wasn't a porcelain sink; oh, no. it was plastic, and so it started Ooh, to melt yeah, a little bit. Good. So I got in trouble for that. I mean, I knew not to put it on anything like the I didn't carpet. Put so it on the carpet. I tried to put it in the sink where the water. Put it on is. the carpet. What <laughs> happened was I was lighting um, tape on fire just to. Now I sound psychotic. Just to watch it burn, and I dropped it, and it hit the carpet, and it's a bit. It was a good size burn that I put in there. Like, there's <laughs> a good size burn. Your parents feet. put in your ass. <laughs> uh. No, but what we did was um, we uh, rearranged the furniture like we were doing something <laughs> nice. But the coffee table that we put the um, put it over uh, was like weird shaped. It was didn't cover it up, so it would it was still sticking out. So it actually drew more attention to it somehow. <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, and uh, we got the <laughs> you, you know the silent anger. It was just like just go to your room and then <laughs> nothing. <laughs> And you're just wanting something to happen just so it's over. <laughs> and meanwhile, they're just like, <laughs> if I do anything, it's going to be way more than a spanking. So you just got to get out of here. Yes. Yes. Leave now before I murder my first child. Mm, well, I'm yeah. not the first, but the first uh, is the one that left us unsupervised. Ah. So he got it too. Although speaking of getting in trouble, I think uh, at the end of last episode you guys were stirring up some trouble with the uh werewolves here in the mill hi oh nice segue <laughs> <laughs> that is true um i do remember uh carrie 
using mirror image. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that she has seven mirror images. Yeah, I think there were eight carries. Yes. Oh, that's right. I remember definitely carry the eight. <laughs> I did not write it down. So listeners, if we got it wrong, tell us. Yes, lots of carries. It is wrong because um, it did hit max on the D4 plus one. And then so it is six and then carry is the seventh. So there's seven carries. Yes. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, I also know that you guys were in the room, so let me move you over to that map. I can't stop uh, hearing the theme song for Trouble for the for the get board game for the Pupmatic oh. Bubble. <laughs> yeah, getting into trouble. Boop, boop. <laughs> uh, so I know Carrie and Dwarfy were coming up the ladder. Carrie had made it up the ladder and into the room. Yes. And then the other three were coming in through the window, which mm-hmm. is this little wall where you guys are standing. I didn't know where in the room you guys were. I think, didn't Diego say he was going first and then I was going second and then Dwarfy? No, Dorfy was yeah, Carrie. That was Cabal with us. Yeah, Cabal, I think, was t- k- uh, taking up the rear. Yeah, Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Making sure we ain't getting flanked. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, if you guys are on the map where you would like to be, relative to where you think you were last time, I cannot remember where physically I was, so I'm just going to go into the room. Okay. Very good. So, I believe that means now that we're all placed on the map where we were, uh, We've got Carrie the One. I made sure your nameplate says Carrie the One, if you can even see it. I don't know if you can. I can. So I believe that means we are rolling for initiative. Yeah. As another podcast would say, a roll, Rick, a roll. Or clang, clang, clang with the trolley. Yeah. Sorry, I got little dice here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have those initiatives ready. Uh, Chaubert. 24. 24. Yep. Diego. Diego got a seven. Also, one thing to note about Diego, I think, and at least uh, my um, character sheet reflects that I have increased in size. So I think I turned into a dire lion before. I did the climb or did it shortly after entering the room. Okay. So you're a big lion. Yes. But I got a whopping seven. Seven. I move slow for a big guy. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a little bit longer for your brain to tell your muscles what to do. Uh, Carry the one. Fifteen. Fifteen. Dwarfy. Nineteen. Nineteen. And Cabal. Seven. Seven. So who has the higher bonus between Diego and Cabal? I got a five. Beats me. Okay. <laughs> so we are starting things off with Chaubert. Oh boy. It's a lot of pressure here. <clears throat> so. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I will. Um, he has the guy. 
like 20 feet in front of him, basically. He says the main Adamaris. So he is going to jump back out the window and go back home to somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Some, yeah. so yeah, he's going to take a step down and he's going to come up uh, beside Adamaris and uh, attack with his uh, silver dagger. Is that okay. the rushing attack? Uh, yes, I, I, it doesn't have to be straight on now since it's a it's a higher level, and that is a twenty-seven. That's a hit. Ooh. All right. Uh, eighteen points of damage. And Damn. I will apply the bewildered effect to him, which is a minus two AC and a bleeding attack, which is minus four at the top of each round. Gotcha. Uh, what kind of weapon are you using? Uh, silver dagger. Silver dagger. Okay. So once again, you notice that while it does some damage, not quite as much damage as you think it would do. Hmm. Silver doesn't hurt him. Okay, damage is dealt. That moves us on to the Demon Wolves. So not Automaris yet, but it is the Demon Wolves. And... Oh, but oh, sorry, one thing. The Bleeding Attack uh, does uh, bypass any damage reduction, just uh, as a note. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got that. So one of the wolves is going to move over toward Chaubert. The other wolf will move in toward the multitude of carries. So the first one swinging at Chaubert. And that is a 24 to hit with a falchion. For 13 points of damage. And then the other one will swing that falchion at carry the seven. <laughs> For a 19. A 19 will not hit. All right. So he has seven targets and he misses all of them. Very good. That's the demon wolves. That brings us to Dwarfy, who I would say was about halfway up the ladder. Well, Dwarfy is going to come up the rest of the way. Okay. And cast a spell. What spell? Oh, this is not Dwarfy's spell list. Hold on. Ah, oh, crud. What is it, bud? I can't cast a spell that I wanted to cast. We all have to be holding hands. Ah. Uh, bummer. I don't I don't think this is a time to kumbaya, bro. You would want it. <laughs> <laughs> I got really big hands. We make a human chain. Dwarfy is going to cast Bless. So this is going to give everybody a uh, plus one morale bonus on attack rolls and saving throws against fear effects. I'm going to climb the ladder and say, Bless the law, yeah. Or however, however Dwarfy would say it. Right. <laughs> um, although, speaking of fear effects, now that you did mention that, um... Chaubert notices as he's really close to Adamaris now 
Adamaris is even more intimidating up close than he is from a distance. And he has this aura that makes you feel somewhat cowardly. Down there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, as long as you are close to him, you have a minus four penalty on saving throws against fear effects. Minus Jeez. four. So, only minus three then? Yes. Now with yours, it would be a minus three. So many things to think of with this character. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so now that Dwarfy has blessed everybody, it is Carry the One's turn. So Carry the One is going to... Um, it's going to cast Haste. Ooh. Um, I think that... that this, wait, hold on. Is Cabal in the room? He's, like, hanging out the window. Can I get him within 30 feet? Yes, I can. Yeah, we're within 30 feet, I think, right? Yeah. All right, then I'm going to cast Haste. All right. Kaboom. Kaboom. Uh, that, gives us a, that gives everybody an extra attack, right? So when making a full attack action, a hasted creature may make one extra attack with one natural or manufactured weapon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that brings us to Adamaris Ianaku. And he notices that Dwarfy blessed everybody. So he says, Ah, a cleric has entered the room, I see. I don't think you'll find this your area of expertise. And he points a finger, using a swift action, at Dwarfy and casts Smite good. Oh no. Now that means he's a smidgen good. Is that, is that true? <laughs> just a smite. Just a smite. <laughs> smite. Okay. And then he is going to. He's cocky, so he's going to leave that space, provoking an attack of opportunity from Showbear. Ooh. Dang, he don't even care, bro. Man! Disrespecting me in my face. <laughs> Slashing with some silver. <laughs> uh, and that is a 25. That's a hit. Take your punishment. <laughs> I say it's not going to be too bad because uh, I'm not getting any extra damage. And that is. Uh, gross. Uh, only two. Only two? Yes. So no damage. Okay. So now that he has moved, he is going to swing his bastard sword at Dwarfy. It's a 29 to hit. That hits. Dwarfy, you in danger, girl. (laughs) (laughs) For 25 points of damage. Holy moly. You bastard. 20 what? 25. We gotta take him out quick. Yeah, I don't think it's the dude's plan. <laughs> and that is Adamaris' turn. Did Cabal. he provoke from Carrie? Um. Ooh. Which way he went. Yeah, he probably would have going. And what about from Diego? Because Diego's in those four squares. He wouldn't have from Diego, because he would have went up and then over, as to not provoke twice 
So, uh, yeah, I'll give Carry the one uh, an attack of opportunity, but he would have avoided Diego. Rude. He won't shortly. Too bad Diego don't got that reach. I need ten foot long arms. I don't have that. Ooh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tentacles. Second on that. Go ahead and roll your attack for carry the one if you have a melee weapon out. Yep. And oh, let me find it, find it, find it. This one. Okay. Nope. Crack die. Twenty-three. That is a miss. Oh, a 23 is a miss. 23 is a miss. And he's still getting the negative, the minus two from, uh, yep. Might be real. Dang. No, it's 24 uh, because of the thing. Oh, yeah, you get the plus one from the, yeah, the bless. Oh, 24 would hit. All right, 24. All right. Thank you, Dwarfy. That's not much. Uh, five points of silver sword damage no uh six points no five points five points five points it doesn't look like any damage went through cool 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 and since i haven't moved off of him yet hands not quite off the chest piece i just realized that he has cleave and not only cleave he has greater cleave but you already attacked Yep, and I hit, so I get to continue that attack through. As a standard action, you make a single attack at your full base attack bonus against a foe within reach. If you hit, you'll you'll deal damage normally and can make an additional attack against a foe that is adjacent to the previous foe. So, I hit, I did damage, so now he's going to cleave through, attacking carry the one. There's a 23 to hit. Okay, but you have to roll that d7. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure how to roll a d7. <laughs> uh, Do a d8 and just eliminate one number. If you roll it, just roll again. Yeah, that's, that works. If I, roll a, if I roll it in... We'll go 2 through 8 are the, the creatures. If I roll a 1, I roll again. If I roll the 8, that hits carry. Okay. I rolled a one, so I roll again. I rolled an eight. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You dumb dummy. I mean, it's not going to be too terrible, damage-wise. 78 points of damage. <laughs> no, it's only 18. It's less than Dwarfy. Mm-hmm. Yes, Dwar- Dwarfy is smited, so he will take more damage from him. He got smoked. He's smitten. Okay. So that is great cleave. Anything else on that? And it's too bad that I don't have reach, because if I did, I'd attack Diego as well, because with great cleave, you just keep on attacking. Well, you do. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, actually, he is within reach, because you're large, so you threaten that square that's right next to him. So then when, that's what I was saying. Wouldn't Diego have gotten an opportunity of attack on him? No, because he didn't leave a threatened square. To, yes, he was, did. Oh. No, because he, if he went here. Ah, uh, no, he didn't. To there. To there. Yeah. Nope. 
He went catty corner. So he did not leave a threatened square to provoke from Diego, but he does get to cleave. So let me make sure I'm doing this right. Okay. So he's going to cleave on through to Diego. The other side. With a natural 20. Oh, no. Darn. To confirm. Roll poorly. It's a 28 to confirm. Oh, my goodness. That misses, right? No, it does not. (laughs) (laughs) Diego's going to be hurting now. It's a big hit on Diego. He is named, so I guess I can pull up the crit card for him. And just be glad that you're not the subject of a smite during this. Okay, so this is a critical with a slashing weapon. Alright, so it's double damage and one free attack against the target with a minus five penalty. So he's going to do damage and then he gets another attack with a minus five. So the critical is... 33 points of damage. Oh my god. 33. Okay. And his next attack with the minus 5 penalty is only a 19 to hit. That is a miss. Alright. So, big round from Adam Aris. Yay! <laughs> I feel like Cabal's gonna. He's just hanging on to the outside there. He's gonna drop down and be like, well, uh, <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> I'm just gonna start hitting that like, old dusty trail. <laughs> <laughs> it's really raining cats and dogs in there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Gotta go. I mean, considering you have cats and dogs in the room, <laughs> it's not good. Mm-hmm. All right, that brings us to Cabal, speaking of. All right, so. Seeing um, Diego getting smacked, he's going to, with his swift action, he's going to call down um, his judgment of justice and then cast Lin Lin judgment to Diego. So that will give you plus three to your your attack rolls. Alrighty. So go get him with your hasted self. So he is hasted and he is judgy. <laughs> and blessed. And blessed. <laughs> well, it's Diego's turn. What you gonna do with all that? Ah, well, I'm gonna do this wonderful little five foot step over here so that I can get him as much as possible. And I'm going to wail on Adamoris. Um Okay, so first and I'm gonna do these flurry of blows. Okay. First one is Twenty-six. That's a hit. Okay. Uh, four. Fourteen damage from silver. Okay. My second attack, or uh, second blow, is probably not going to be as good. Is twenty. That's a miss. Third attack. Uh, this is from the flurry of blows, not from the haste. It's twenty-six. That's it. That's 
eight um, silver. Okay. And my last on the original flurry of blows, not not hasted, is not going to be as good. Uh, it's only a fifteen. Definitely a miss. And the haste. Thirty-three. Big hit. <laughs> For eleven silver. Okay. I, f- I feel like I helped. I feel like my plus three helped there. Uh, you so did. Drastically. <laughs> you got plus four. Remember that. Yeah, because I got plus four on every one of those rolls. And uh, the... Uh, one of the eight, one of the uh, secondary flurry of blows would not have hit it without it. <laughs> okay, so damage has been done. All right, that was the first round. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> now we're on to round two with Chaubert. So can I go through Diego squares, but not share a square with any of his right body parts? Correct. So you're, I'm assuming you're aiming for the carry the one section? Yeah, he's aiming to try to flank with carry the one here. So, yeah, he's going to go. He's pretty far away. Um, he is. He knows that he will have a opportunity of attack probably from the werewolf that's closest to him. But he sees how much damage this Adamaris guy is wrecking on everybody. So he is going to make his way over to the north side of the building, kind of go through around Diego and wind up opposite carry the one for some sweet, sweet flanking action. Okay. So he's going to take a swing with his dagger. Oh, nat 20. Okay. So you will, you will get the 20. Let me go ahead and resolve the attack opportunity because that would have technically happened first. Okay. Well, I rolled a natural 20 as well. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> oh boy uh, but I don't think I confirm because I'm assuming a 19 doesn't confirm negative okay so it's just regular damage yay regular damage yeah it's another 13 points of damage yikes alright Okay, now you can resolve your crit, or try to confirm. And I'm getting a plus one, so let's do it. Uh, 20, what is that, 24, right? 25. 25 is confirmed crit. (laughs) All right, and uh, what type of weapon are you using? That silver knife? Uh, Dagger. Okay, is that piercing or slashing on that one? Both. Which says P slash S. That doesn't help me. <laughs> Whichever works. Uh, uh, let's say I was going piercing. Piercing, okay. Uh, right, your crit is punctured lung, double damage, and the target begins to drown three rounds later. DC 20, fortitude save uh, each round to try to end the effect. Oh, all right. First bit of damage is 
16 for the first part. And 16 for the second part. Um, plus he's going to keep on with the... Uh, actually, he's going to do uh, disoriented. So he takes a minus two penalties on attack rolls or minus four against me if he attacks in this round. Okay. Um, and he's still bleeding, I guess. Yes. Ah, he didn't take the bleeding. Oh, yeah. He, did you take the bleed damage at the beginning of the round? <laughs> yep, I took it off. All right. I made a note. Okay. And I did roll a 31 on his fortitude save, so he does not start drowning. Oh, boo. <laughs> but still, double damage. That's good. Mm-hmm. Did quite a bit of damage on him. All right, that brings us to the demon wolves. So one of them, uh, yeah, demon wolf one will stay where he's at. The other will move up to Diego. So the first one, swinging at carry the one, has a 22 to hit. That will hit. Okay, so there's still seven of you. No, uh, you hit me, so yes. Uh, that is a two, so one of your images goes away. Whoa. So now there are six of you. Okay, and then the other one will take a swing at Diego. And that's only a 15, so that's a miss. That is a miss, yes. Okay. Dwarfy. Let's see. What will Dwarfy do? He's just going to swing. Okay. Because why not? Because why uh, not? There it is. Okay. That's going to hit with a 30. Definitely a hit. Uh, seven points of silver damage. Silver bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then he's going to swing again. Oh, that's a crack die. Uh, that is a 28. That's a hit. And that time it is max damage. Um, 13. Okay. Now I've done quite a bit of damage on him, but he's still, like, barely even bloodied. <laughs> barely even bloodied. All right. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to carry the one. We haven't done any checks. Correct. So we already know from the other wolves that this guy is a paladin. Right? Yeah, I think they said, yeah, anti-paladin. <laughs> right, right, right. Is there a way to see why he's not getting the full brunt of our attacks? Be knowledge nature. Knowledge nature. So Carrie's going to do a knowledge nature check. I don't think that's going to do it. 15. 15. You don't know a whole lot more about them, but you kind of remember when fighting the demon wolves before that they also didn't take all the damage. I was going to say, I think it's because the weapons were not aligned good or something like that, wasn't it? Correct. 
There you go. But I can't. There's not not a spell for make weapons good. There is a spell it called divine weapon. Yeah, but yeah. it's not part of my song. Is what I meant. Uh, Diego just do it at one higher level, right? Well, Diego is not good. He's neutral. Correct, but it's, it's still not just because Diego. Even if Diego was good, it wouldn't make his fists good aligned. Dang, he just said your fists aren't good, bro. Damn. <laughs> They're fairly okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Because essentially weapons don't really start with an alignment. You have to cast a spell on them to give them an alignment. And your fists are considered a weapon. Yeah. And my feet. Okay. So I think this is it. So Renly is going to start singing. And... Um, because I don't think that there's anything that he can do with the, the knowledge that he's, he's gotten from his, his check. Um, he's just going to make it uh, flaming. Flame on. So that was his move action. Now, Go on with your bats. Now we're going to do our attack actions, which are... 25 to attack this anti-paladin. That's a hit. Six points of damage. Second attack. Ah, that's better. So it hits. Um, it's 27. That's a hit. Uh, six points of damage. Okay. Still standing. That brings us to Adamaris. Boo. <laughs> While he does appreciate the fact that if he's standing in this circle, he could just cleave and hit all of you. Uh, and that would be fun. Uh, he's going to take a five-foot step, which doesn't provoke because it's only a five-foot step. And uh, he's going to swing at Dwarfy. And that is my third natural 20 of the game. What? We hate your die. To confirm... It's a 27 to confirm. You know that confirms. I don't know why you say, well, it's 27 to confirm. <laughs> no, it with all, the, all the bonuses you give each other, you never know. <laughs> so does Dwarfy's Blessed stay around if he's dead? Um, Probably not. I don't know if that was. Because <laughs> I know if it was like a wall of fire or something like that, it would stop because he wouldn't be able to concentrate on it but I don't know exactly how divine spells worked in that, that manner let me see ouch okay so uh, the critical is throat slash <gasps> Ooh. normal this sounds horrible normal damage and 2d6 bleed target cannot talk or breathe while bleeding that means no more spells mm-hmm this is harsh. Okay, so your normal damage is 27. And bleed. And because it's bleed, that means it will tick off every round until he is healed. It's only four, so it's only four points of bleed every round. Now, could you do the bleed mechanics real quick? Uh, at the start of your turn, every round, you will take the, that many points of damage. Okay, but it doesn't touch my con or anything like that. 
No, it's just hit points that start bleeding out. Although, because of this is worded as the target cannot talk or breathe while bleeding, we have to start, you know, the suffocation mechanics. Which means, what what is Dwarfy's constitution? Like his full total? Score? 13. 13? So, you can go without breathing for 26 rounds. If you get to 26, because that's double your con score, you die. Gotcha. So we have a time limit now. Move it. Move it. Move it. Move it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So is Dwarfy still alive? Yes, he's still alive. He's just got a huge gash in his throat now. He's alive for now. 26 rounds from now, he will not be alive. That's true. Which, I mean, it makes sense. It's uh, 156 seconds. So, two and a half minutes or so. Okay. But speaking of rolls, since he only took a five-foot step, he gets to do his second attack. Does a 22 hit Dwarfy? Yeah. Oh, damn it. I forgot to... Oh, well, too late now. But I forgot to add uh, the smite damage as well. But Dwarfy. did you remember that you... Wait, no, never mind. <laughs> So that's another 29 points of damage. 29? Yes. Dwarfy is dead. No. Like, perma dead, dead, dead. or dying? Perma dead. Permanent dead. I killed my own character. <laughs> you killed your own character. No. That makes me really sad, actually. <sighs> well, that sucks. Well, you cho- nearly chopped his head off. That was the crate card. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, Adamaris lives up to his name. It says he targets the cleric. Let's hope he just keeps on chopping. <laughs> Get him! Get him still! <laughs> yeah, I think I saw a move. Alright, so he's feeling pretty good about himself now. And that brings us to Cabal. You just saw your friend slash rival die. Right. So I'm like, my job here is pretty much done. I'm out. <laughs> See ya! <laughs> um... I don't know. This is super scary. I don't know what to do here, to be honest with you. Because, oh my goodness. He's just slapping everybody around. Um, do you have any, I guess what I can do. Do you have any good go attacks? Ahead. Use them. Now every time, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm also basically kind of a cleric too, so I don't have anything good to hit him with or anything. Do you have any offensive spells or anything? Well, shit, just take your five-foot step in and load up your crossbow and start firing away then, or load up your bow and... Well, the only, th- the only other thing bitch. I could do is try to is try to heal Diego. That's the only other thing I can do. 
is, is give him some life back so he can try to do some damage. So it's either, it's one or the other. Diego, how are you on hit points? What are you? I'm at halfway. Well, I think you can make it another. I mean, because I'm yeah, I'm about there too. Okay. So you think we should just try to kill him? You think I should just take my two attacks on him? Take your two attacks, and then if you're if if we if you still have a chance after that, he'll either myself or Jobert. And you can do okay. you can do rapid shot, right? Yeah, I can do it. Okay, so Cabal takes a five foot step forward and loads up his longbow and shoots at the guy that just killed Dwarfy. <laughs> um, so it's a 24. 24. Uh, Chauvet, you're minus two, yeah, still. Minus two is still active. Because of that, that hits. Nice. Good job, Joe Bear. All right. Then you will take six points of piercing with a silver arrow. Okay. And it will attack again. It's 27. That's a hit. Okay. For seven points of silver piercing damage. Okay. And my last shot, because of my rapid shot, oh, a natural 20. Yay! Roll to confirm. Yeah, come on. I need some, we need some good luck. Give me something good. That is a 26. That confirms. There you Ooh. go. Yes. Okay. So what, what do I get? So this is a piercing weapon. Yes. All right, uh, your critical is pinned arm, double damage, and one arm cannot move. Okay, uh, <gasps> before this turn is over, did you take any of the fire damage? He hasn't rolled any fire damage. Okay, just just know that it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so double damage and one arm cannot move. DC 20 strength or heal check to be freed. So he'll okay. still take it on his round he'll have to okay so that is 16 points of silver piercing damage 16 points of silver piercing damage and then is that fire per arrow yes so that would be three fires so is that the d6 it's a d6 for each one heck yeah bro where my d6 at there it goes Three, four, five. So 12 points of fire damage. You notice that none of the fire damage takes takes hold. <gasps> nice. Doesn't even sin just for nothing, huh? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Carrie just laughs. At <laughs> but I said, he laughs, but I'm like, look at your arm, bro. <laughs> your arm's kind of messed up. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of imagine he's still kind of facing Dwarfy and you fire the shot and the arrow goes through like his arm and just stabs into his chest too. So he's got this arrow through his arm and into his chest. So it's kind of pinned like down. That. So that strength check will be him pulling the arrow out. Nice. All right. Um, and that's, that's all I can do. 
Okay. Well, that was a big round for you, though. That was quite a bit of damage done. Yeah, that, that crit helped a lot. <laughs> Which brings us to Diego. Yay, let's hope I can do something that is as good. Um, let's say, remember, you still got my judgment. Okay, um, so I can't move catacorner. Cat- I cannot move in a diagonal fashion. <laughs> in the same movement that Adam Morris did uh, because I would uh, I, 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 I would block Jobert so I can't do that yeah. uh, do, do you I, have do you have reach no I don't think I well I don't think I gain it from uh, so you said you turned it into a dire lion a dire lion yes it's the largest Jimmy. cat dire lion large animal no reach is only five feet so, but I am hasted. So if I move to opposite carry the one, can mm-hmm. I move there? You can. Um, he, you would provoke from this demon wolf down here. Minor demon, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you wouldn't be able to stand in that spot there because there's another demon wolf. Just a little lower. Stand there. So if you go there. There you go. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, so let me roll that attack of opportunity from the demon wolf. Or as you called him, the lesser demon. He's a lesser demon right now, yeah. <laughs> and he can't seem to hit you because that was a natural five. So <laughs> he's a much lesser demon, yes. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, continue to do for flurry of blows against um, Adam Morris. Okay. No, no, you're a cat folk. It's a furry of blows. <laughs> it is a, it definitely a furry of blows <laughs> at this point. All right. So first one. Uh, that's nice. Uh, that is a 30. Definitely a hit. For 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Silver. Okay. You don't even have to do the fire damage because no, that don't work. Yeah. Um, second attack is 22. Because of Chaubert's uh, debilitating injury, that hits. Yes! The dogs go wild. <laughs> I, know, I know those wolves are rooting for me. <laughs> they don't like their leader. Yeah. They just been waiting. It's another 10 points of uh, silver uh, damage, bludgeoning. Okay. See, they're really a fan of Dwarfy. They they liked his humor. <laughs> yes, totally. Everyone knows Dwarfy. <laughs> well. Continuing the flurry of blows. Uh, that is only a 15. No. That's a miss. Uh, no, 16, excuse me. Still a miss. All right. And the last one in my flurry. That's better. 24. That's a hit. Oh, and that's nice for 16. Bludgeoning okay. silver. And now the haste. Uh, 33. Definitely a hit. For nine bludgeoning silver. He is still standing, but that hurt him a lot. All right, guys. Go for it, please. Yeah. Take him out. <laughs> Good job, Diego. All right. 
I believe that's the end of round two. Oof. So he takes some more blood bleeding. Not till his turn. Okay. Whose turn is it? I'll take it on his turn. It is Showbear's turn. The pedal's getting larger, guys. Showbear is going to step around and flank with Diego. And he's going to flank Adamaris with Diego there. So he's going to take uh, 5, 10. He's going to take 10 feet and attack with his silver knife. First attack is a 28. All right. 28 hits. All right. That's terrible. Uh, 12 uh, points of damage. 12 points of damage. Okay. And he's going to apply the bewildered effect again for the minus mm-hmm. 2 AC. And then for his second attack, the haste attack, ooh, that is only uh, 23. Still a hit. Oh, okay. I like that hit. And that's 14, 15 points of damage. And you stab that thing right into his head. And Adam Morris dies. Yes. This is for Dorvi, you son of a bitch. Nice. Okay. It's just the two little demon wolves left, which at one point seemed dangerous. <laughs> now they're going to wind up killing us. <laughs> Big Cat's going to go ballistic here in a moment. (laughs) (laughs) It is the Demon Wolf's turn. And Demon Wolf 2 is going to slide over. So now both wolves are flanking Diego. And they're both going to attack Diego. Bring it. First one, that is a 20, not natural. That is not a hit. And the second one is a Natty 19, which is a critical threat. So that's a... He's growling. 27. Ooh, that is a hit. (laughs) Rolling to confirm. Does a 23 confirm? No, it does not. Okay, so just a hit, not a critical. Woo! (laughs) And that is 17 points of damage. Still kind of ouchy. I'm just saying, people. <laughs> yeah, don't, Adam Aris is the bad, like the biggest bad in the room. But these guys are still strong. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> so just imagine if that had been a crit, that would have been doubled. Or worse. he was mad at he, he was mad at Diego earlier for calling him a lesser demon, right? <laughs> he's, really, so now he's like, I'll show you lesser demon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And just to verify real quick, uh, would the 20, if you take my two off of your AC because you are flanked, would that hit? Yes, 23? Yes. So technically uh, that... No, t- uh, no, wait, a 23 would not hit. A 24 would. But 24 it's a, meets. So I rolled a 23 to confirm, but your AC is minus two because you were flanked. Oh, that would have made it a 22. So yes, he would have hit. Okay, so that would have confirmed the critical. Ooh. See if it does anything else. Is he named? He is not, so it'd be double damage. I got seventeen more hits. Seventeen more points. <laughs> he he can do 
At least that. So I think that puts you at zero, because he does exactly 17. <laughs> that puts me at zero. I'm going nap nap. Nap nap nappy time. So with that hit, Diego is disabled. So that means you're at zero hit points. You're still standing, but you get either a move action on your next round or a standard action. And whenever you take it, you drop to negative one and will fall unconscious. Oh my okay. joke is becoming a lot less funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> killing us. Oh, it's Dwarfy's turn, but he's dead. Uh, right, I'll take him off the tracker. Uh, carry the one. Which, by the way, I do want to point out that neither of these demon wolves have taken any damage. Right, so... Yeah, no, I haven't swung at him yet. So carry the one uh, is going to attack the caddy corner one with the sword. With the silver long sword. Okay. And continue singing, so it's still fire. 25. That's a hit. 10 points of silver damage. 3 points of fire. Okay. Once again, you do notice that not all the damage goes through, and none of the fire damage goes through. Dang it. So stopping a song is a free action, right? I believe so. So I'm going to stop my song and start a new one. Okay. But this one is electricity. All right. Since that is a free and a move, do I still get my other attack from haste? Um, you should, because he did a free action, a move action, and one standard action, so you'd still get your second attack. All right. So DJ carries fading out of Funky Firestarter into the electric slide. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it is going to be a miss from me. Um, yeah. Total 11. Definitely a miss. It was the changing the song, it threw off your rhythm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Adam Morris is dead, so I can take him off the tracker. Cabal. So, if I cure Diego before he takes his turn, mm-hmm. is he back up and ready to go? Yes. Perfect. That's what I that's what I wanted to hear. Okay, so Cabal sees that Diego is about to die and so he's going to use his hasted movement to run around this wolf and run to the other side of Diego, not provoking an attack of opportunity. And he's going to cast Cure Moderate Wounds on Diego. Okay. Help me. Help me. <laughs> All right, bud. So let's see how much points we can get you back. Anything helps. Okay. So that is 20 hit points back for you. Woo! I live. So you are alive. I'm actually better than when he hit me. Right. <laughs> of course, I could always, you know, crit on you again and then take you back down. Let's try not to. <laughs> you, you use all of those up. You you stop that right now. <laughs> okay. And so that's that's all Cabal could do. Um, Alrighty. Uh, so you've healed up Diego, and it happens to be Diego's turn. Lovely. Uh, so, he has uh, a couple of wolves beside him. 
uh, he's going to uh, do a flurry of blows against this uh, the minor demon first because, well, you know, minor. <laughs> well, they're and, both demons. So, which one is the minor demon? <laughs> uh, it's the one to uh, Diego South because Diego already called him minor once, and he will call him minor again. Okay, Hello, minor. You've got <laughs> minor to the south and major to the north. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, flurry of blows on him. Okay. That is 31. That's a hit. Uh, ooh, uh, 15 uh, bludgeoning silver damage. Okay. Second hit. 23. Uh, just hits. Ooh, okay. For 8 bludgeoning silver damage. Okay. You are third hit. You are adding the the uh, magic that you're getting. Oh, I I have not added that. So that's two uh, two electrics that should happen. Yes. Uh, the first electric is five. Okay. The second electric is a six. Okay. But you also get a plus one to your attack uh, with the magic. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, the attack would have hit both of them. Right. Okay. So, all right. So, and I've got a plus one to, for that as well. Um, okay. So, one more. I, I've got two more uh, hits on him. Uh, 26. That hits. For 10 bludgeoning silver damage. And six electric. Alrighty. And my final one, not hasted, is twenty-three. Just hits. With fourteen silver bludgeoning and four electric. It's a lot of damage on him, but he is still standing. Now, now I get to do the haste. Now it's haste time. Now I get to do the haste. Oh, yeah. Haste time. <laughs> That's 30. That's a hit. For 14 bludgeoning. Okay. And three electric. And you kill that demon wolf. One down. That one took a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing you woke that monk up. Right? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew he was more valuable than me trying to attack. So, well, thank you for the help. That that was great. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so happens to be Chaubert's turn. All right. So Chaubert is going to use uh, an acrobatics, I guess, to move into this square. Uh, is going to be opposite the Diego on the North Wolf from Diego. Okay. The the major demon. So he's going to run an acrobatics check, and he's going to use disorient to maneuver. So a disorient maneuver is, if you use an acrobatics to tumble through an opponent's space, you gain a plus two circumstance bonus on the attack. Um, Okay. And I'm going to spend one of my panache points uh, to increase my chances here. Gotcha. So... Uh, 
34. All right, you make it through. All right. And so he'll try to stab at this guy. And that is a 22... 20, yeah, 22. Oh, no, 23 20. with the one plus one. All right, 23 just hits. All right. Uh, 18 points of regular damage, one point of electrical damage. And I'll okay. apply the uh, Bewildered, so the minus two AC effect to him. Gotcha. And then I'll take my hasted attack. Go for it. Oh, geez. That's a 13. Definitely a miss. <laughs> but wait, what about the plus 10 to... Uh... <laughs> uh, I got nothing. <laughs> All right. So that demon wolf is taking some damage. He's got a lowered AC because of the strike and then a miss on Chaubert's second attack. So it brings us to the demon wolf's turn. Come on, what you got? Hit me with it. <laughs> Going to five foot. <laughs> I mean, do you really want to taunt? <laughs> he probably shouldn't. <laughs> Considering I just rolled a natural 20, you probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't. No. <laughs> Normally I would, I would say that, hey, you used it up, but not tonight. Yeah, he's got a lot of 20s in there. Man, did you buy some new dice or something? These are the ones my sister gave me. So for us, they're cursed. <laughs> uh, but not a critical, because that is a 19 to confirm. Oh, phew. Yeah. Wait, you did get a crit? Yeah, I rolled a natural 20, but I didn't confirm it. And that is 16 points of damage. I am still alive! Luckily, he only has one attack, so... (laughs) He doesn't have Mighty Cleave or... (laughs) Whatever else. Wait, he does have Cleave. You took your hand off the chest piece! No! He's got cleave, so he he can swing at Chaubert too. Sorry, Chaubert. <laughs> that's my that's my bad because I was being sarcastic. That's <laughs> uh, a twenty three on Chaubert, and that hits. Uh, yeah, that hits. He doesn't have any minuses to attack because of all of the debil- debilitating things you did, right? No, because I can't. I, have, I I haven't applied that one. I, I need to apply disoriented at one point, but you know, I mean, it only lasts one round, so I do have one where I can make him take a minus to his attack roll. But that I did not do that. And that is fifteen points of damage to Chaubert. And Chaubert is perma dead. <laughs> He's close. Uh, nobody else is adjacent to him, so those are the only two attacks he gets. Don't you have to turn cleave on you? Don't you have to declare it before? No. But if I use it, my AC is diminished for the next round. Well, Cabal, you're the only one left alive. <laughs> nice! Uh, no, Carrie is doing great. I'm leaving. I'm out. <laughs> I'll cast Invisibility, and I'm out. <laughs> he joins the Whispering Way. <laughs> That's right. And turns to a life of crime. All uh, right, it is Carrie the One's turn. 
So I thought a lot about this, what I was to do next. <sighs> Part of me wants to cast Enlarge Person on Diego, just because I think it'd be fun. But since we are just... He starts, like, fee-fi-fo-fumming. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. I wanted to do that, but I guess now, for the future, I cannot do that. Well darn. <laughs> I missed my chance of being super huge. So wait, what if I cast Enlarge Person before he changed, and then he changed? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, he, he would still change into the Dire Lion, which is only large. If there's, like, an enlarge monster spell, then that would be what you'd use to make the lion bigger. Gotcha. So, I can just I can just imagine him eating that. That would be amazing. Gold. What if he just wanted to target the bull? Come here. <laughs> so, so, in the future, I'm going to get really, really huge. So, can I do a five-foot step and a spell and attack, or not? Nah? You can do it. What? A five-foot step, a spell, and attack. Or do we determine that I can't do that? I think per... Yeah, does the haste take that away? I think per the little parentheses written into haste, it's you can't do, like... It doesn't give you an extra action. So it doesn't give you, like, two standard actions. Well, then that's what I'll do. I'll do a five-foot step in and attack twice. Okay. First attack is... 22? 22 misses. 20, 23. 23 because of the magic. And he has a minus 2 AC. That's true. 23 would. Ugh. Still. Uh, four points of sword damage. <laughs> That's and one point of electricity. Well, the electricity goes through. <laughs> and then the second one is not going to do it. No, no, no. What's your total? 16. Yeah, that, that didn't do it. So I zapped him. I basically rubbed my feet on the ground and shocked him. So he took one point of electricity damage. Shocking. <laughs> okay, that brings us to Cabal. Light him up. All right, so since I'm hasted, I'm going to try to attack him twice with my longbow. I queue up a silver arrow. Let's see. 25. That's a hit. Okay. Give me these. For six points of piercing damage. And four points of electricity. Okay. Ooh, that's a one. Oh, no. Roll to confirm. <laughs> Don't drop it. That is, that's a 15. Total? Uh, that's a fumble. That is a fumble. Okay. Using a ranged weapon. Uh, your fumble is... Huh? You are huh? confused for one round. Okay. So for one round, do you have any further attacks with yours with haste or anything? Well, I was, I was going to, yes, because I have one more, yes. Okay, so you will roll a D100. Okay. If you roll a 1 to 25, you act normally. Okay. 26 to 50, you do nothing but babble incoherently. Oh, no. 
Uh, if you roll 51 to... If you do 51 to 75, you deal 1d8 points of damage plus your strength modifier to yourself with whatever item you have in your hand. And wow. 76 to 100, you attack the nearest creature, including allies. Diego, Ooh. no. Diego, I held you and I might kill you, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> Roll that d100. Right. D100. Okay. You ready? Ready. It's a 64. 64, so you deal 1d8 points of damage plus your strength modifier to yourself. Okay, good. He just starts flicking that Parmesan cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I got a whopping four points left. You'd have killed me. <laughs> right, so that is, that is nine damage to myself. Okay. Confusion yep, mechanics are fun. <laughs> trying to figure how out how you did that <laughs> like load his bow backwards or something or no he pulled it back and he let go of the bow part it smacked him in the face <laughs> huh? <laughs> it smacked me in the face and slapped my wrist as well yeah. so it got me bo- oh oh <laughs> huh huh that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> all right so that that's fun. Uh, Diego, it's your turn. <laughs> oh boy, I'm nearly dead. I've got four points left. Let's see what I can do. Uh, <laughs> Beat the crap out of this one like you did the other one. Okay, I've, I'm going to go flurry of blows on him. Uh, the first attack is a 30. That's a hit. For... Twelve points of bludgeoning damage, silvered, and two points of electricity. Okay. Second attack. Twenty-two. Just hits. Woohoo! <laughs> Four. Uh, eight points of bludgeoning, silvered damage, and one points of electricity. Little shock. Little shock of horrors. Third attack is 24. That's a hit. For 11 points of bludgeoning damage and 5 points of electricity. And the final one hasted 29. Definitely a hit. For 14 points of bludgeoning damage and 6 points of Electricity. Okay. He's still standing. Go, Diego, go. Haste. Last shot. Uh, uh, 20, 22. That's a hit. For 13 points of bludgeoning damage and one point of electricity. He is still standing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Diego's going to die. <laughs> I mean, he kind of looks like if you breathe on him, he'll fall over, but he is still standing. <laughs> <laughs> but it is Showbear's turn, so you'll probably finish him off. All right. <laughs> uh, so Showbear's going to attack from where he is so he can get all three of his attacks there. Uh, since he's he doesn't want to move in a flanking position, he figures he can probably do it. 
Otherwise, wait. If I even if I make the five foot step, I can still get my three attacks, right? Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah, five foot step is free. Okay, so yeah, might as well do that. So I'm gonna make the five foot step to totally flank him with Diego. And the first one is a twenty-four. That's a hit. And that is a four, uh, 13, 13 points of regular damage and one point of electric. All right. So considering that takes him down to negative eight, <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody's going to heal him. He did. Oh, that was a hard battle, you guys. We only lost one person. Uh, can we heal him? Is he dead, dead, or? Philip said he was dead, dead. Dwarfy? No, he dead, dead. He dead, dead. Oh, God. Yeah, no, Dwarfy, uh, he is at negative 15. His con is 13. Oh, so he is dead, yeah. dead. He is permanently dead. Well, darn. We have lost Dwarfy. We have lost Dwarfy. We have lost our fifth companion. We have lost... Uh, yeah. Huh. Uh, is there anything in this room that we need? Yes, everything. Should... Also, we should. Dang, loot. Dan can't even board. He's just loot straight away. <laughs> I, I told you I was not good. I'm neutral. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> there, there are two people that need to be freed. There is a desk. There is a dead dwarf that has some cool stuff. I mean, he still has some cool stuff. We should still loot Dwarfy too. Loot um, <laughs> Dwarfy. Loot Dwarfy. I figured you'd want to like bury him or something. Oh, we do, but I mean that silver hammer. If I mean Jobert, can you wield a hammer? Because it's a plus uh, two silver war hammer. May. Ooh, I don't know. I uh, I don't think so, but maybe. I have to double check. So what? Okay, so um, carry the one. After this battle, uh, suffered another loss. It wasn't somebody that you know before this she fought with really, because that was her brother who did right. Yeah, her brother fought with him, and then she she came in like right after the prison, so she never fought with Dwarfy. Never fought with Dwarfy, but she had met Dwarfy. Well, I don't know if she did. Renly met Dwarfy. Well, I mean, it's the same person. So, Carrie, yeah, has suffered another loss to the Whispering Way. Um, she is going to go up to Dwarfy and uh, just lose, lose it. She's going to slowly turn to Renly, and Renly is going to do what Renly would do and uh, lose it, cry. He is distraught that somebody else had to fall over this, this this act of vengeance that he is trying to pull on on the Whispering Way. This person that wasn't going to come with them, but he had convinced to come. It's his fault that Dwarfy is dead in his mind. Chaubert's going to walk up beside Renly and put a hand on his shoulder and he, he sees how tense he is and, and, and everything and he, he he knows it's probably going through his head and Suga this this is not your fault this is this is very tragic but he he knew he knew what he had to do and he, he gave his life for this cause we must continue on and, and and we will get our revenge for this 
No. He lost... He lost his life because... Because of me. It's my brother. It's... It's Dwarfy. It's Zenobia. It's all of them. It's because of me. No, Suga. It is because of the Whispering Way. They died trying to do the right for this world. Don't... Don't punish yourself. And... And get in your own head about this. This is... This is not you. This is on the Whispering Way, and this is yet another reason why they should be eliminated from this world. They should be gone. But they're not. They're, they're still here. And everybody I come in contact with is gone. I don't know if I can do this anymore. Diego says, But you must. You are here with us, and we are here with you. And with that, Diego falls to his knees and offers a prayer for Dwarfy. He can't rise. He can't. Suka, look at all of us. We would each lay down our lives to stop this. And Dwarfy But why? Has. Why would you do it? Why? There's no reason for any of the you reason, to be here. The reason is lying in front of you. The reason is out there. Look. Look on that. Look out there. You see what's in that courtyard? You see that army that is amassing? That must be stopped. This will not... He would not be the last the last casualty of this war. There will be many more if we do not stop this. I will finish this. This leg of this journey, but I don't know if I can continue. Can somebody get... Can, can somebody please get those... Those two. At least we've got... We can save two. Yes. And then, so, Chaubert's going to go over and try to pick the locks on their manacles. Okay. So, yeah, you go over to the first one, uh, take your time working on the manacles, pick the lock, and Victor Iliesco's freed. You move over to the other body that's been laying face down, you roll him over, and this this one is very badly beaten. Looks like it's been barely hanging on alive, like he was brought to the brink of death. You undo his manacles to release him, and through Renly's tears, he looks up and sees this body laying on the ground. It's Roderick. And we'll see you next week. Oh my oh god. god. What are you doing to us? <laughs>